The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to share with you an amazing story from in Izmir, which is Turkey. There was one of the greats whose name was Eliyahu Mizrahi, and he related the following story uh, that he himself experienced. There was a, uh, a woman in the town who unfortunately her husband passed away, a very old woman, and her name was Sarah. And according to her name, so she was, she was someone that took care of everybody. She would go around, she'd collect money from people, she would uh, withstand the abuse, the yelling, the screaming, the, uh, the what's it called, the, uh, the uh, humiliation, in order to get some money, and then she'd go and bring it to the gaba'et tzedakah, to the people that collected tzedakah, and she'd give them the money to distribute amongst the poor. She helped everyone that she could come across. And people understood that she was completely shem shamayim, didn't take a dime for herself, and that she was doing this only out of the goodness of her heart, so people gave generously. One day, she's walking down the street, and she's you know, asking people, asking people, asking people. There's a, a local non-Jew, a very wealthy man. He sees a lady, he calls her over. See, she's collecting money. It's funny, with his friends. She comes over, she says, would you like to help out people that don't have, hold out of hands. He says, absolutely, I'd like to make a donation. He reaches down on the ground, picks up a handful of sand and dirt and pebbles, and he puts it in her hand. She doesn't get angry. She says to him with a little smile, she says, you gave me uh, stones, you gave me pebbles for tzedakah. I bless you that when you stick out your hand, the Jewish people should give you money and not stones. The guy, all of a sudden his joke backfired. All the friends, they're like, wow, this woman, who's probably a pretty holy lady, she just basically gave him a curse. You know, that he's going to need tzedakah. He doesn't know what to say. So she carries on with a smile. And she says, you know, the truth is, I could have actually given you a kilala, but I don't feel like I want to. Because I feel like you, she says to this non-Jewish guy, in front of all of his non-Jewish friends, because ultimately, I know that you're going to be a Jewish person, and ultimately, I know that you're going to be a Sadiq. And therefore, because of that, I'm holding back. The guy's like, what just happened? She walks off. All the friends are like looking at him, they're not sure what to think, what to make of that. But my friends, this man's fortunes immediately take a turn for the worse. His big business, gone. His connections, gone. Everything that he tried to do to make a dollar, gone. The guy found himself within a very short time after this story on the streets of Izmir with his own hand out. He's starving. He has nowhere to go. He goes to all the people from his own religion. No one will help him. One day he sees a long line of people. And he sees that they're waiting. And he says, what's this line? They said, look, we're all Jews from the area. Um, we don't have food to eat, so we wait over here. There's some wonderful people in the community. They prepare food. They help you out. They give you a little money for Shabbat. So today's Thursday, so they're going to give us some food, you know, in honor of Shabbat, and as well, some money to buy food for the weekend. The guy gets on the line, in the back of the line. Everyone goes, 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 comes to the front. He turns to the Gabbai Tzedakah, and he puts his hand out. And the Gabbai Tzedakah says, listen, I don't recognize you. What's your name? He tells him his name. He says, are you, are you from our community? Are you Jewish? He says, no. He goes, I'm really sorry. I can't help you. All this, uh, this, all this is from the community, people from the community, Jews from the community. And the money I'm distributing comes from the money that the community gives to distribute to people of the community. You're not part of the community. I can't give you. It's, I'm not allowed to give you from this money. But he says, he says, just because you're not from a community, I'm not allowed to give you this money, doesn't mean I can't help. He says, no one should go hungry. He reaches in his pocket. And he pulls out some money from his own personal money. And he hands it to the guy. He says, here, go get something to eat. 
take care of your family. The guy gets home. He walks in the door of his house and he bursts into uncontrollable crying. And he thinks to himself, all my people, all my friends, I couldn't get a dime. I went to the Jews, the Jews that I made fun of, the Jews that I put down, the Jews that I ridiculed, and this is how they treat a stranger. This is the people for me. He goes directly to the rabbi's house. He's not waiting a minute. He goes directly to the rabbi's house. He says, Rabbi, I have had such a change of heart. He tells him the whole story. And he tells him, I would like to join the Jewish people. The rabbi tells him, thank you so much, but no thank you. We're not interested. You know, doesn't say, uh, you know, converts wanted outside the front door of the thing. We're not. If I convert you, he says, I'm putting my own life at risk. Why? In cultures that the Jewish people lived in, they were forcibly forcing Jews to convert to Christianity. Forcibly at the sword, to convincing them to come to Islam. <clears throat> if you took an, an, a Muslim, or you took a Christian and you converted them to Judaism, they would kill you. The rabbi said, I can't take that chance, I'm really sorry. The man's crying, he's begging, there's all sorts of noise. In the commotion, someone outside comes in, opens the door, says, what's going on in here? Who's at the door? This lady, this old almana, this old widow, uh, Sarah. She sees the guy on the floor crying. She sees the rabbi. She understands exactly what's happening. She says, you see? My words came true. You're here, asking to convert, aren't you? And he says, yes, you're absolutely right. She says to the rabbi, she says, listen, I know it's a dangerous thing. I know you don't want to do it. But I'm telling you, I know, I can feel, I can sense from the time I met him that his heart is pure and he's going to do mitzvot and follow the ways of the Torah 100%. You should accept him. The rabbi of the town hears these words coming from the big sadeket, Sarah, the big ba'alat tzedakah, Sarah. He says, okay, 100%. You got it. The man becomes a ger tzedek. After a short time... <clears throat> The, food, the poor fellow is, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, walking the streets. And on his journey through the streets, through the fields to collect money, he comes across a treasure, something that was buried. He digs it up. He can't believe something is here. He digs it up and it's a fortune of money that he actually finds. He takes the money, invests it um, in what, specifically in, uh, in developing a, a factory or a company, or excuse me, a, a store that sells uh, woven rugs and becomes one of the industry leaders in the rug producing business in Turkey, and through that becomes a fantastically wealthy Jew who always took uh, the needs of the Jewish people in the best of ways. And here's the best part. One day, Rav Eliyahu Mizrahi, who's one of the commentators that we have in, this, in the uh, Chumash, okay, uh, a tremendous sadiq, he sees his fellow walking, and he comes over to him to give him kavod. And the fellow says, why is the rabbi coming to give this, I'm a simple convert guy that... So he says, I'll tell you, I don't know who you are, but I can see on you, he says, keter ora, a crown of light. So I know that you're someone that deserves to be respected. And he says, where did it come from? He says, I'll tell you the truth. I'm someone that came to Yahadut for all the right reasons. I risked my life to become, uh, to become uh, a ger. I risked everything. And every day when I come to work, there's not a single thing that I do that is dishonest or without the highest state of integrity to be able to make a Kiddush Hashem in my life. My friends, A person can make a Mikdash, a holy place for God, but that place has to be separate. It needs to be different. 
It needs to be unlike the other places. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.